Mic check, mic check. Hey, mic check, mic check. What up, Domain? We back at it again. Just like we told y'all we would be. If you don't know who it is, I don't know why. You should, man. Come on now. It's your G, man. It's BKA Watson, the building, per usual, sitting down with my partner. What's good? It's AM, huh? Brand, brand strategist, marketing guy, yep, entrepreneur, all those things. Former manager of you, yep. The list goes on. Absolutely, and I Watts am a former rap nigga who probably still raps better than most of you niggas and most of y'all niggas' favorites. It's just how shit goes somehow, some goddamn way. I also am a multi-award-winning host in the state because I be turning shit the fuck up. Or if shit needs to be turned down, I can do the same thing because I know how to read the goddamn room. I am a full-time artist by trade. I whip a pencil for a living. I draw all kind of cool shit, mostly nipples. Don't ask too many questions. I ain't got to tell you too much. Just know that we know this music shit. And that is exactly why we are here for this podcast. Episode two of That Music-ish. You know what we're trying to say. Told y'all we have an email address, so make sure that y'all send us show topics and comments and things of the sort. Send those things over to musicishpod at gmail.com. I check those because they come directly to me. I also sent that information over to AM so we both can see those emails and correspondences with you folks. Video is here. Yes, we have video, so you can check that out. I'll give y'all some more information on that as we go further down the line, but just know you can check those videos out on the pro three entertainment youtube channel everything is right there also blurs and clips and some more of the network shows will be uploading video there soon with that being said let me holla at my nigga one time how you feeling how was your week bro shit man it was great actually i just came from the the rock hall they just redid everything they got the super bowl performance stages and shit um of course, I had some mimosas with my wife. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been real cool, especially going into this uh, last summer holiday before it's about to get cold as shit in Cleveland. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the other day, uh, what was what day was this? Thursday? Went to the improv. Bruh, it was freezing that night. <laughs> like, when I got out the... Matter of fact, we went over to uh, Shooters mm-hmm. and ate right before. And um, sun was still out, and it still looked nice out. But, bruh, right off that water, it just started getting cold. Got brick, huh? Bruh. <laughs> like, yo, it's time to go. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what we get for trying to be fly and sit out on the patio and shit. Nah, nah, it got chilly on us. Nigga, I was on a good time three last night with my wife. So, it's been like kind of a date weekend type of scenario. Okay. She got family in town. So, last night we on a good time three. I got on a short sleeve polo. And you know it's right off of the, the pier. Yep. Nigga, it's nothing blocking that wind. So I'm just, nah. nigga, my nipples was hard. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, that is unfortunate. Got to give you the. <laughs> my guy. Should have wore a jacket. Sad day, man. Yeah. Hey, but listen, though, I ain't going to lie. I'm looking forward to fall. Keep it funky with you. Yeah. I love fall because I love hoodie season. And then we get into the hoodie jacket combos and putting together. It's like your fits elevate when you get into the, the to the cooler weather, though. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know I'm a crew neck guy, so I, sure. I keep all types of fly crew necks, man. You got you know, to, so. man. Listen, I got me, a, I got me a couple tucked in the stash. You know what I'm saying? Mostly provided to me by Nice Co. 
the homie DJK Nice in, in Nice Co clothing. Y'all can go check them out. I'm actually wearing a Nice Co shirt as we speak right now. The Michael Jackson joint. Hold on. For those of y'all who can see it on camera, the fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, everything I've been wearing lately has been Nice Co when I step out. Uh, I'm going to have to check him out, man. Support the homie. I'm about to say, I don't really know K Nice that well. I've seen him in passing. I know you guys are, are cool, but every time I'm seeing him, he seems like a cool guy. So. Nah, man, that's the nigga, bro. Like, he did, He is definitely uh, one of the guys in the on the inside, should we say. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Of the scene of, of music and everything happening in the city. Um, who has stepped to the outside, like his experience, his knowledge that she he done done and been through and seen, like in in good conversation, which is always good conversation with him, he always giving game. And it's like one of them niggas that's just like, hey nigga, here's the information. <laughs> like nigga, here's the fucking information, dog. Like he ain't never been like, nah. Right. I'm not telling niggas nothing. Especially like, since he's removed from the industry now too. He's kinda like Fuck's he holding on to it for? Facts. Like just, eh. But even when he was in it, it was it was always like, "Hey, bro, do this, don't do that. Right? Try this, don't try that." Like that's just. So I, I've always admired the fact that, you know, what I'm saying he was he was just a nigga who was willing to just have those conversations. That that's dialogue dope. was always dope. So that's the homie. So when he moved into this next venture, it was dope to be able to find a way to collaborate with him. Uh, of course, using my art, we dropped. Uh, uh, so he decided to do a a hotel bunny. Came to me with the concept for the hotel bunny joints. So uh, we basically, uh, we essentially took a uh, um, uh, Bugs Bunny-like concept and uh, gave him some hotel clothing wear and put it onto a shirt and uh, crew necks and such. Those sold, did numbers, and it was pretty dope. And then uh, we took one of my drawings, an original concept I did, where I took uh, the very well-known picture of Pac with his shirt off with his hands behind his back showing his tattoos. Uh, I, I took a picture of Biggie and I used my knowledge of anatomy, drew Biggie with his shirt off and replaced all of Pac's tattoos with things that would be meaningful to Biggie. We took that and put it onto a shirt. It sold it did numbers. Fantastic. So actually, by the time you guys are hearing this, we have a brand new one out right now. Go to BKA Watch on all your streaming, on all, all your socials, should I say, all your social media platforms. And um, we have a new one that we just dropped called Trippy Biggie. We remixed the shirt concept, so that's actually out right now. Go get that, because it's limited, and I appreciate y'all. You know what? I want not the Trippy Biggie, but the original piece. I need that on canvas. So I'm putting artwork in my home office and shit like that, so I need to holler at you. We'll figure out how to get that on there. Canvas twelve by eighteen type of type of joint. So. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I'm about to say I, I'll send you directly to uh, I'll send you directly to the printer. Oh, cool. So that you can get it at that price um, with, with my discount on it. So oh, that's yeah. love. You know, see, and I don't even be asking for discount because I'm all about making sure my niggas get paid. So, but I will appreciate a discount. So. Yeah, hey, I'm about to say, look, it, yeah, it's not gonna pay me at yeah. all. <laughs> but my nigga, it'd just be dope to, you know, what I'm saying for you to have it, and then, you know, maybe throw up a post, and then I get some promo off of it. Yeah, come on, man. You know, what I saying? got look, you. Promo lead, promo lead the bookings, bro. That's all it come down to. It and the bookings leads to the bag. Facts. So, speaking of bag, mm-hmm. I actually don't have a segue for that. I was just, it just sounded like it should have been a segue. They should kind of, kind of. Oh, fun. okay. Well, you know, what I'm let's, saying let's well, talk bags. Well, speaking of bags. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, seems that uh, the world think that Drake is in his. Yeah. The Certified Lover Boy album dropped 
the day before yesterday, we dropped a uh, late, late Thursday, technically Friday. Yeah, I'm going to say 2 a.m. Because I checked for it at midnight. It wasn't up. I checked for it at 1. It wasn't up. And then I was up Friday morning. <laughs> like, so, nigga, I took my old ass to bed. Like, I'm not waiting on this light skin, nigga. And I wasn't even waiting for the project. I just happened to be up because. Because I, of Red Bull. Yeah. Yo ass. I didn't even do it. <laughs> they could offer me a Red Bull. <laughs> hey, listen. Them shit, I'm them caffeine sensitive as fuck, man. So. And I am not at all, but I I quit and kicked the Red Bulls. So I have a case, about a half a case now, because as the homies have been coming over, they've been making sure they can grab one on the way out the door. So I'm trying to get rid of them so that uh, I can be delivered from the temptation of grabbing one of them hoes, though. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty funny. But I'm not going front. I got a lot of work done. Being up for Bro, that's the best three one, hours. It's so good. You don't fuck with the peach? Nah. Peach one's kind of fly, uh, fire. And the what's the yellow? Like, you know what it is? I just don't I don't like peach flavored things for some reason. You don't like peach rings? No, not really. I like I'm peaches. not even a candy eater, but like peach rings kind of go though. I just like peaches. I'd you rather can just eat I'd, a peach I'd rather for just, an hour. You remember <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd rather just eat a peach. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, that's that mid two thousands R and B reference right. for niggas that don't realize it. Peaches and cream, <laughs> nigga. Hey, bro. Okay, so listen. This is this is music. This is music. Yeah, is. So we can we can talk. But uh, I'll never forget this. In a very long story short, there was a chick who we used to kick it with when I was in high school, and her father got off at a certain time. So she used to have all you know, what I'm saying the young niggas over in her house or whatever. So we was down there. Chick from a couple of streets over was down there. You know what I'm saying? Me and one of my boys, he was failing the mission because we down there with two chicks listening to music, shaking a little rump or whatever, shaking a little high school butt cheeks. And my nigga was playing video games with old girl, little brother. Don't ask me no questions. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> to this day, I'll be like, bro, what was you doing? But myself, though, I'm sitting down enjoying the Shake Shake show. You know what I'm saying? So her father got off early that day and I'll never forget it. Peaches and Cream was blasting through the basement speakers. And she was shaking that high school butt. And he came down the steps and the little brother saw her first. And I'm sitting in the chair. She right in front of me shaking rump. And the little brother saw her and was like, she did it. (laughs) And and she was like, what you talking about? Shaking that ass. (laughs) And turned around and her daddy was staring at her. Through her soul, nigga. Horror, bruh. When I tell you that nigga pointed at the door, nigga, and we skated out that bitch before we got down the driveway, heard her getting her ass whooped to peaches and cream, my nigga. I would <laughs> never forget that shit. I'm surprised you didn't get killed off of that. Me too. Your boy done made some narrow escapes. The uh, yeah. I Maybe mean... it was the 112. <laughs> So Slim and Q kind of saved you. Lightweight. You know what I'm saying? They softened my nigga. So who? He let, nigga, he let niggas walk by, he let bro. let you live. I, nigga, I just knew when I walked past, he was going to shoot us in the back. Nigga. Knew he was going to Because if die. it was me, because I have a teenage daughter. So. I feel you. Death. I'm killing niggas. Death. Off top. Certain doom. <laughs> nigga, what? And we ain't even got to edit this out or, no. 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 Nigga, I'm, no. I'm killing niggas. Nigga. So, so. What? I come in the house. Young teenage niggas with a young teenage horniness and my daughter shaking that ass. Man. Nigga, and I and I see it. Everybody's dead. <laughs> nigga, oh what? 
I don't even want to think about this shit. Me neither. So we ain't going to think about this shit. God damn it. Back to that music shit. The Certified Lover Boy. It is out. 21 tracks. An hour and a half of music. So that's the thing. Um, I'm going to say this. Uh, It's definitely... Chris Brown, obviously, low-key, was one of the niggas leading the charge on just obnoxiously long-ass albums where niggas have been giving us fucking 20 to 30 minutes, six and seven song projects and shit for a couple years. Chris like, nah, here go this 35-pack. And then here come Kanye with a 27-piece and then Drake with a 21. I'm not mad at getting more music, but I don't need this much music from low-key nobody. I think the sweet spot has always been 18. Same here. Somewhere in that 15 to 18 range is where low-key need to go. Because if you give me less than 15, you give me 12, I'm like, kind of feel cheated. If you give me less than that, that's technically an EP. So it's like, eh, what the fuck? For sure. Um, And then anything less than that is fucking singles. So, right. So the sweet spot to me has always been 18. So that's, let's just say, 15 songs and uh, intro, a skit. An outro, but niggas don't even follow that format format no more. And it's okay, it's okay. It don't have to stay the same. It don't have to stay that way. No, I but, wish niggas should go back to that format. I mean, lightweight. Get, but, get but, creative but I'm saying, though. But I'm, I'm saying like it's okay that niggas ain't like all right. So I'm gonna do a couple of joints for the streets. I'm gonna do an interlude. I'm gonna do a couple of joints for the bitches. I'm gonna do uh, an interlude. Then I'm gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna do a couple for the club, then an interlude. I'm I'm okay with it with niggas. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. yeah, don't don't follow a script on your album, but that's what I'm saying. And that's what most niggas was doing. Like yeah. the thing is, it's like my nigga just create something that's cohesive. Um, you know, it's it's one of them things where it's like you can listen to a blueprint and that music goes together and it just works and it's dope. Uh you can listen to something like a American gangster. Where you have a, an entire concept album, you know what I'm saying? It, do you can do one or the other, or you could try to find something in between. But cohesion is always going to be a plus on your side, no matter what, because you you got to have that. I don't necessarily feel like I feel like these are I feel like these both have cohesion to them, but again, I feel like there's also some shit that don't fit, like on the Drake joint, the. Uh, Knife Talk record with uh, Project Pat and 21 Savage. Didn't like it. I was just like, nah. Did you like the track before that? The uh, Pretty much No New Friends Part 2? <laughs> oh, the No Industry Friends? Yeah. Um, I felt like I felt like that was um, kind of expected. It was like, that was like the, the, the not blatantly obviously talking to nobody, but like the spicy talk Drake track that you get on every album. Honestly, I really feel like for the most part, I don't, I feel like this was just a very typical Drake project. I don't feel like he like pushed the limits or the boundaries or like did nothing extremely creative or different on this. Right. I think for me though, I think he kind of gave me what I wasn't expecting, but it's what I wanted the whole time because just based off of the title alone. Yeah. I thought this shit was going to be an overly sensitive extra R&B. I thought it was going to be an album full of Marvin's rooms. Yeah, basically, and I didn't get that. It came out the gate, my nigga. The last he, he time, finally rapping like the last time I got something that I a thousand percent didn't expect, keeping it funky, was the last Donald Glover joint. When that oh, shit dropped, man. and it was like not a single rap verse on that yeah. bitch, 
And before that, we had Because the Internet. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? And so the, I completely was turned off because it was like, nigga, this is literally none of what I expected or wanted. Right. Not to say that it was bad music. It was just like, no, nigga, the fuck? Like, we ain't even get a, we ain't even get a, a, a like, single leading into it to, like, soften the blow of what we was getting. It was just like, here. Yeah. I want to save that topic because I want to sure. talk about that sure. after we finish this. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, this this didn't, I because of the title, yeah, I expected just, as I, as I said, with a room full of people last night, I was just expecting premium light skin propaganda. I thought this was just about to be the most sensitive shit that this nigga ever put out. And I'm like, right. all right, cool. I'm happy it wasn't just that because that ain't really my mood (laughs) most of the time. So I was hoping that this nigga was going to rap on there. And he does. Um, It's some standouts on that joint. It's some super toxic ass shit on that joint. And, you know, nigga, the album cover is toxic in the motherfucker. The album cover is trash. And that is so in both of these niggas cases to me. This is, those are two examples of niggas being so famous that they can literally fucking do anything and people gonna fuck with it. Or niggas feel like they so, I'm so ahead of the game and I'm such a genius, I'm gonna put out an album cover that's nothing. Have you seen the physical copy of Donda? No. It's black. Of course. No, I mean like, it's nothing on it. No, no title work. I'm sure. The album booklet, black, blank. Not even black. Black and blank. Mm. So it's just nothing. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. And that's, and no. Just no. Again, I'm, this is that, to me, this is niggas just a is nigga. too that's, artistic sometimes. Right, that's what I'm saying. This is a nigga literally just doing anything, though. And people are going to, and this is, this is the problem with it, though. Niggas doing anything, and then niggas making up their own justifications for why it's amazing. Right. When it's not, though. But I do, Okay. So we've had about a, it'll be a week. We had a week to sit with the, with Donda album for sure. I actually do enjoy it. I find myself going back to joints like yo, you know, especially if I'm having a bad day. I'm like, man, let me put on, uh, Lord, I need you. I'm like, man, okay. I I do feel that spirituality has been missing in hip hop, you know. And I'm, shit, I'm a Christian. I'm a ha- happily, you know, I'm not the overly preaching Christian, but you know, I <laughs> right, right. I, I sin. <laughs> but hearing the Donda album, sometimes you you need get a little breath of fresh air. Like, <clears throat> and it's dope to hear Kanye. No, let me rephrase that. It's dope to hear niggas that, that are in that life, yeah, <laughs> involved in in music that 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 fits such. Yeah, exactly. Like. Cause like, niggas oh, gotta step out their little comfort zone. For the most part, you could tell that he that he uh, requested of niggas to be uh, to be clean. Yeah. Cause there are no cuss words on the album, with the exception of a couple of niggas that they blank out. Yeah. To hear a little baby on Hurricane's my favorite song on the album. <clears throat> so it's far, the, it's perhaps the, it's the standout song of the album. You know, what I actually like that twenty four record. That's fire too. I like that. I like that. Um, so. <sighs> As a nigga who's not a who's not a a, a big Kanye fan um, anymore, who was were you ever? Yes. 
Oh, besides, okay, everybody yeah. was a Kanye fan off college dropout. That's, Absolutely, that's when you fought, fell in um, love. Pause. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Your pause. Uh, you know what I'm saying. But it was it was shit on there like you know like that two words and um, two words was my fucking shit. Um, that workout plan was some bullshit, but everybody loved it and it was like all right, I get it. Um, through the wire was crazy. You know what I'm saying. Just his his sample work shit he was doing on there was just dope. Um, fucking late registration. Like I said, like I don't think I'm gonna ever like a record more than I like Diamonds uh, from Kanye. Just it's just like my favorite song of his ever. Uh, not to say that it's his best song ever, but it's just my personal favorite song of his ever. But that album was covered with just heat, bro. It was just dope. So much good shit on that album. Um, so many dope ass verses. So many dope beats. Um, so yeah, like I was definitely a huge Kanye fan. I thought that nigga was like the fucking whole entire truth. Um, late registration, then into graduation. Graduation was cool too. I fuck with graduation. I fuck with graduation. Graduation might be my second favorite after Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I feel it. I think I think I still take late registration over graduation. Um but still that first three albums though, I was with that nigga. Um and and like I said before, I really didn't like 808s, not even because I thought that the music was necessarily bad, but Kanye West can't fucking sing. I don't give a fuck what y'all say or what y'all think. I don't like when people do things that they're not good at. I never have, I never will. And um, that's because your and, ass is fucking great at everything. Get, let let that nigga attempt. <laughs> Listen, I'm, uh, okay, I'm not even mad at the. He's got to try. No, I feel it. I feel it. But see, this it's one of the things where it's like, especially, especially when you're writing the joints, or when you got a team, or you got people working with you writing the records. It's just like, dog, like I'm with it. Like that's cool. You might love this. You might love football a whole lot, but you couldn't be a fucking coach, my nigga. Like I don't give a fuck how much you enjoy it and even if you got the money to get yourself into a position it doesn't mean you're going to be good at it and the same applies my nigga that's all it is it's like nigga i don't give a fuck <laughs> like how many good writers you got around you you can't sing and you can slap auto-tune on it and, and and tweak your pitching and all that shit so it still come out sounding night and that's cool but i didn't like that shit that was the that was low-key the beginning of the end like t-pain coming out and doing it t-pain could actually fucking sing with or without the auto-tune. He just used that shit to fucking give himself a unique sound. These other niggas came out and was like, fuck it, nigga, now I'm about to get to humming and singing. And it that really came off the back of Kanye, a nigga who can't sing, clearly can't sing, fucking turning up and doing this shit and dropping this album. Like I said, not to say it's bad music, not to say that, that there are not good songs on the project. I didn't like it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm out of there. Plus, I just wanted this nigga generally just fucking rapping and giving us some more of that heat that we had gotten previous. Understand? At that point, I understood the excuse of, oh, his mom passed and this is a different thing and he got the... I got all of that. Right. But I've heard niggas as people are giving lukewarm or mixed reviews on Donda still using that as an excuse. And it's like, nigga... But that's because the album is literally named after his I deceased mother. I get it. The whole album concept is based off of his upbringing again by his mother and his relationship nigga, with God. Listen, this, this, this is the thing now do 15, i i do agree with you 15 years later literally everything kanye west has done that was not favorable or that was not liked by the masses 
the excuse by the fans and the and the yes man niggas was but his mom died. And I nigga, you literally cannot name one incident that Kanye West has had since his mother died that niggas did not bring up his mother dying as an excuse. I don't want to put a cape on for the nigga, but as somebody who's my mother passed away some several years ago. For sure. I understand. It there it's not an excuse. Some of that shit is it just is what it is. It's 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 trauma. That you don't necessarily, you don't ever grow up out of it, you know. So, I don't think we'll ever get the Kanye that we, that Kanye unfortunately died when his mother passed away. It I just agree. is what it is. I and agree. I think everything that he's went through over the last, let's say she's been gone, I want to say like 12 years at this point. So, mm-hmm. everything that she that we have had has been in relation to his trauma. But in the same breath, we still got some great projects from him that were still based in that. Okay. But when he dropped My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and niggas say, this is the best shit that happened in the past 20 years. His mom had, he was, yeah. Did niggas, did niggas go, man, it's great because his mom died. But you can tell in the construction of that album, you know, there's a lot of trauma in that album. It ain't just his mom died. It's the ending of the relationship with him and Amber Rose. Is him? That's pretty pretty sure he was an alcoholic during that that time frame. I mean, it's a lot of trauma that made that album as fire as it is. It's the Mary J. Blige, uh syndrome, is what I like to call it. Mm, okay, you you make your best work when you went through the darkest periods of your life. Understood. And at this point, he's kind of in a weird state where he is. Attempting to make just as good of work from the trauma, especially going through the divorce, which now I'm hearing they may not may not even be getting a divorce anymore. But whatever, it's, yeah, <laughs> like it's, I don't want to cape for the nigga, and I, I'm giving the album set a seven out of ten. So a C. Yeah, it's not better than any of the last. No, it's better than the last three projects prior to this. So it's better than Yay, it's better than Jesus, and it's better than Jesus is King. It's nowhere near better than any of the college dropout periods. Right. And it's 808s aged well. I wasn't a fan of it when I first heard it either. But sure. it aged well, and it birthed a lot of new niggas from that. Absolutely. So... Ooh boy! So it's a C, it's a C, but it's a it's res, it's a respectable C. Like, oh man, I I like this, and I don't like every song on that album. Let, no, I'm no, be no, real no, with no, you. Of course like, not. Listen, this is the thing. Um, <clears throat> I heard out a lot of a lot of people's uh, explanations for why they like it. Um, I've been told uh, that it is sonically excellent. It is. Yeah, sounds but amazing. Not as sonically as beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But this is the thing though. I'll give you that it's sonically damn near flawless. It is. Um, but great sonics for mediocre records still equals a mediocre record, though. When you got some joints that like like that pop smoke record, fucking horrible. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Rest in peace. Yeah. That shit was bad. It was bad. It was literally Kanye or whoever the fuck slapping four keys on the fucking piano for a minute and a half 
and dropping in pop smoke vocals with a beat still attached to them that didn't go with whatever the fuck was getting played on the piano. It was the Kanye attempt of the Brooklyn drill scene. Hated it. <laughs> like where my men like, on, my men on film hated it. It's it's a throwaway track from when he was working for, with designer, <laughs> bruh. Like, Basically, it was just the fuck. <laughs> it was it was bad. Yeah. So, but but again though, everybody like, but sonically, no, nigga, that's it's not good. Like I don't care. I'll give you that, but that's one song out of twenty. What twenty seven? No, no, no. I'm just saying though. Like in general, it's like niggas, niggas is excusing everything. Like, but it's, but this is amazing. But it's like, but that being amazing does not change the fact that there could have been more done. There's a few of these beats on this project that desired that I that I desired more from. I'm like, ooh, okay, this is gonna build up and do something, and it never did. There's a bunch of joints on there. It sounds good, but it was lacking something. Some of these joints was lacking in lyricism. Some of them was lacking in concept. Some of them were lacking in instrumentation. And some of the tracks were lacking in a combination of them. I can agree with you because for Hurricane, for me, like I said, that's my favorite song on the album. I think it's the best song on the album. But the problem, main problem with Hurricane is that Kanye's verse. The nigga just come in. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. First of all, did you just get done eating and the shit was good? Like, <laughs> Was it delicious? Yeah. Was like, it? I wanted for that beat and that production because that it. It felt big. That felt like that could have been a throwaway from Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It was like it, it felt big. It felt like there, this is something you can play this in stadiums or you can play it in mega churches, you know? Uh, <laughs> right, right, uh, right. We're, shout out to Joe Alstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the main issue I had with the song is, especially because Lil Baby verse was so fire, you go into the Kanye verse. And that, yeah. that's what I get. Come on, man. So, I mean, like, look, look. At this, that point, bring in your ghostwriters. Yeah. If you yeah, know yeah, you yeah, got yeah, strong yeah. songs like this, yeah. and you got a nigga in your pocket like Saha or or Pusher, for that method, you ain't got to bring in Pusher. Bring in No Malice. Hmm. Yeah. If you want to keep the Christian route, and you. You're you right, though. You're bring, right. bring in the Christian equivalent. His brother. Right. Help in this joint. Well, we is weighing on the scale, get weighed against our sins. (laughs) 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 Nigga. That was that was funny as fuck. Um (laughs) But yeah, like so yeah, I do agree with you for songs that on that album. Something was always lacking on the song. Yeah. Which which is why I gave it a C. I feel you. I feel so, you. So look yeah, that's I, I still mean, enjoy that's, him. That's low key, that's low key where I'm at with it. <laughs> like that's that's low key where I'm at with it. With with Donda, I feel like um yeah, you got you got good sonics. Um I feel like he dramatically overdid it with features on twenty three out of twenty seven records. And with uh so in all actuality it's twenty three out of twenty six records. Because of course the intro was just Donda. No, but even that had dun, a feature. Dun, 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 dun. Yep, which was Selena Johnson. Unfortunate because niggas thought they was about to get All Falls Down Part Two, nigga. and I was so ready for it, and I didn't get that shit. Yeah, so that's pretty much where I sit with that joint. But today, on the Kanye train, we got a air quotes leak 
of Life of the Party featuring Andre 3000, which was recorded here at Sunbird Studio in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. This nigga 3000 is walking around downtown Cleveland with a parakeet and a flute. Yeah, I need to go downtown. Like, if y'all look, we gonna put up a, like a 1-800 number. Like, where is 3000? <laughs> right, where is 3K? Because I want to see this nigga. Me too. It's almost like a myth. I low key, I'm like, bro, like, listen, the thing is, now that I know that he just not only is here, but has been here, and he knows how much longer he's going to be here, he's going to go away. And I'm going to be, be upset if I don't see this man. I wouldn't be surprised if this nigga's like, you know what? Cleveland ain't that bad. And just get an apartment here. Because he's away from people, don't bother. They're not bothering him. He already really doesn't like being in the spotlight. He went to New York after leaving Atlanta because his son, I think, goes to NYU. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to be closer to his son, but I think his son is about to graduate. If I'm 3,000, I'm looking, I'm going to Wichita, Kansas or something. I'm going somewhere where I really don't want to be, you know, amongst the people. I just want to play on a piano three days out the week, go get some coffee. You know? <laughs> go, I ain't mad at it. Like, go get in a fucking canoe or some shit. Like, and then just every three years come out with the hardest rap verse of the year. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, I feel like a C for Donda is respectful, agreeable. Um, but it's a solid C. It's like it's a it's a. Yeah. You, heard, right, you remember you was in school? Well, no, because you was an English major. So for me, you remember I'm good conceptually with shit. So like I would write up like a masterful paper, but I'd always be lacking something. But the paper itself would be great, and I turn the paper in and. You get back your notes. Oh, yeah. And it'd be a cheap. big ass C plus on that motherfucker. Yeah. And he'd be like, yo, if you had to do this, 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 this would have actually, you would have probably had a B or an A, but I, that's that's how the Donda album was. If you had to did this, had to brought in some of your vocals a little bit better, brought in some solid ghostwriters to help you with the production. Um it could have could have been top three album. Also, if he would have pulled some of them records off, yeah, eighteen niggas, twenty seven is too. Nah, he could have gave niggas a. He could have did whatever, but just eight twenty seven is joints. too fucking many. That's all. Yeah, I agree with you. Twenty seven was too many, and then even with Drake's joint, like I mean, shit, it ain't no, it ain't no skits and interludes on that bitch. It's just tracks. Yeah, and and a couple of them shits could could have got shaved off. Not a, not even a lot though, um, just a few. Because I really did enjoy um, a few of those records. Actually, I'm going to pull it up so I can uh, look at the track so list. I, yeah, so I can look at the track list and get eyes on that joint one time. Uh, certified Lover Boy. So I would say for sure, um, the intro wasn't, the intro was, was, was cool. He's spitting, but I, I eh. the intro, the intro was cool. Was cool. The, the, I like hearing it on loudspeakers because if you hear you. it on some other Brother, device, way that bitch, it doesn't sound the, right. The back end of that shit was building up. The yeah. beat was building and then he was starting to get a little more intense with the delivery. I like that. I did, yeah. I did like yeah. it. Um, the Poppy's Home record. I fuck with it. Fuck with it. Fuck with, fuck with it. it. See, okay, so the girls want girls. I fuck with that. I you know I also low-key fuck with it, but it's not a record that, I'm, that I feel like I'm going to find myself just cutting on and listening to. Just chilling. I actually listened to it after... So... I like the first three joints on the album. Mm-hmm. Third joint is Girls Want Girls. Like I said, I so don't, I li- I don't, I don't dislike it. It's in my rotation. Like I said, I don't dislike it. It's in my rotation. But I didn't, I, I wasn't like, yeah, I, I didn't 
feel like, yeah, I'm going to just want to hear this. So I didn't save it. Not to say it was a bad record. I think people are going to like it. I think it's going to work. Right. It just, and like I said, I don't even dislike it. I just didn't like it enough to save it. So I won't even say it's a bad joint at all. Um, the In the Bible joint with Dirk and Giveon, it was okay to me. Yeah. It was okay to me. But I do respect Dirk's verse. I, you know, same. And, and and I mean, like, Giveon, you know what I'm saying? He did what, did what he no, does. No, I mean, I respect it because his verse, the nigga, he's like, yo, Drake is a billion streams. I'm about to plug my my girl's uh, cosmetic uh, show. <laughs> Which was like, yo, this is my opportunity. <laughs> Niggas, yeah, because in the room we was in, niggas was like, "Did this nigga just shot his girl out?" Yes, he for did. sure, yeah, nigga. And what she you gonna mean? fuck around and get the bag? <clears throat> Absolutely, bro. So that was perfect. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if her sight uh, crashed after that fucking album. Same. So I wouldn't either. Um, the love all. It's Jay. Jay, come on, man. You know the only my only dislike about this song, and it's not because of Jay, obviously. I want to hear these niggas go back and forth. On oh, some styles and Jada Kiss. Yes. I like, come on, man. Like now, I don't really see Hove doing that with nobody though no more. Yeah, and that's what makes me want to hear it though. Yeah. I, I feel you though. Um the fair trade joint with Travis, like I said, I absolutely hated how Drake came off on it. Yep. I the back agree. end of the record though actually got pretty dope. So the beginning of the record, I was like, eh. By the end of the record, I was like, okay. But because of the beginning, I didn't save it. Right. So that I, can, was I agree with you. Um, as we know, Way Too Sexy is, a, is the, the single. Everybody going crazy for it. The Fire. video is fucking is lunacy, Fire. my nigga. And, and it's perfect for me. Hate every second of this. Fire. Record. Absolute trash. I think the sample, obscure, but fire. I didn't see them actually doing that. And then they actually did it. So I respect that's it. what I'm saying. But it came out of left field. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I was like, okay, fits the album, fits the theme of the album for sure. And him and Future, come on, these niggas don't. Miss. I really don't like their. I don't like. I don't. I don't like a lot of their records together. I do, but I don't. I feel you. You so, know. You know. The, and I was going to mention this after this, after we talked about Certified Lover Boy. Mm-hmm. But are you more excited for Throne Two or? Uh, with a time to be alive too at this point because they broke coming now neither I ain't gonna lie I'm, e- I'm equally I'm equally not giving a shit about either one of them I ain't gonna lie to you and you know what I kinda agree with you my nigga that's what I'm talking about <laughs> like I'm, I'm just like eh, I guess like we probably gonna get a couple of joints out of both of them but we also gonna get some bullshit out of both of them I you know just what? smell it coming I feel like the nostalgia's gone at this point. Yeah. Nostalgia, brother. Too late on both of them. Yeah, I mean, Throne 2011. Yeah. Literally 10 years later. They would have yeah. had to drop the album this year. And What a Time to Be Alive was what, 2017? Nah, it might have been 2015, I think. Let me actually, you know, let me double check. Okay. Uh, TSU didn't like it. You don't like Texas uh, State University? I don't even think that that's what it is. It's not Tennessee State University. No, no, like niggas in Texas was like, we do not call Texas State University TSU. At that all. nigga's not from Texas, so how the fuck would he know? Eric White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't ask me. The nigga spent time in Houston. Uh, he's affiliated with Rap a lot, you know. Yeah, but that's, what I'm, saying, but that's what I'm saying, though. So it's like, nigga, if you're going to do that, <laughs> you, then you did, did it. Did research, wrong. basically? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like you did it wrong. And how, many, like, how many niggas don't really do their research, though? Plenty. Plenty. Think about it. 
I guess. Because you're going to end up like Makai Fife. When your album cover is 12 emojis, I guess. What the fuck we expect? But niggas, niggas don't do research. Let's be real. For sure. Um, in Too Deep, eh, wasn't for me. Didn't like it. I was right. 2015 was Jesus time to be alive. Christ. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in Too Deep wasn't really for me. Not to say that it was bad, necessarily. Um, I feel like the people I was in the room with no, as we listened to it last night, they liked it. In Too Deep, I do fuck with it. I just wish that the first part of the song that where you sample Bun B, mm-hmm. uh, Get Throat, should have been the entire song. I do too. So with that being said, that's why I didn't, that's why I was I opted out on this one. Uh, Pipe Down, that I shit was it. hard. That shit was hard. Uh, yeah, was Heartbreak, that was hard. I, fuck with I it. fucked with it. No Friends in the Industry, he like, rapping. He rapping, but I don't believe you. I felt like this was the super, like I said, super typical, mildly spicy uh, Drake raps. <laughs> just just kind of ever so slightly talking shit. And it wasn't nothing that really did nothing for me. So I didn't necessarily save it. I don't know that I'm going to be going back to that one. Yeah. Um, knife Talk, like I said, didn't like that shit at all. I like it, but not because of Drake. I'm not even a big Project Pat fan, but I, when you hear Project Pat come on the record, it's maybe it's my childhood. But no, no, no. But it takes me but back that's to exactly what getting that is. twerked in high school. But listening to the last like 45 seconds of the song and shit, listening to 21 Savage just repeat itself over and over and over and over and over. I was like, yeah, count me out. I'm not listening to that shit again. The 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. Listen, if Drake puts a record out with a time and a location on it as the title, it's fire. Yep. So I'm just going to put that out there right now. If there is a time followed by a location, that shit about to be hard. You know what I've always realized? That nigga don't sleep. Because why is it always 5 a.m. in Toronto? Was it 5 a.m. in Toronto? Yeah. 7 a.m. in On Bridal Houston. Path. No. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Houston. Calabasas or some shit like that. Nigga, go to sleep. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like shit. <laughs> Nigga, go to bed or put some shit out at a reasonable time frame. Nigga, how about nine thirty in yeah. in, New, in New Orleans? Nigga, I don't know. Like, got that right? Nigga, what are you doing at that time? Nigga, nigga, I don't know. Noon in Wichita. Nigga. Yeah, like, I don't know, oh, man. Like, go to sleep. Okay, uh, race my mind. That That's was cool. a solid one. I saved it. Fountains saved it. Thames is fire. It is. Jesus it is. Christ. Uh, get along better with the time dollar sign. Hard save that joint. Uh, you only live twice. And record of the album for me. Nope. You know why? You know why? And it's simple. It's not as good as uh, I keep wanting to call it Lord Lord knows, but that's your version. No, that's no, that's what it's called. I named it the same. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's not as good as Lord knows. It's not. This nigga is wilding. Okay. It's not. You know, it's not as good as Lord knows. The views and opinions of AM <laughs> do not. So you were telling me <laughs> this joint is on par with Lord No. It's the verses. The nigga spitting, but when you get okay, Patty Labelle, who knew we had sell pies. Come on, I freaked out when that nigga Ross said that shit. It's not as good as the greatness. Okay, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go listen, back. Listen, we listen. You gotta count. You gotta you gotta think. I'm, about I, I'm having days. one of your I'm having one of your moments. I got Lord knows is such a, a song on its upper echelon. Ross 
and Drake. But see, they, that, and that was a point where we got something different out of that shit too. Because think about it like this: the things that Lord knows had going for it, no hook. Yeah. So long ass verses yeah. of both of them niggas going nutty. Just Blaze, nigga, a masterful Just Blaze performance with the Rick Ross beat switch up that you, went crazy, and they bring in an actual gospel choir. To, nigga, I felt like I was at church. Yeah, now it's not that. The thing that the, it try and it's a it's a now now they see, attempt now listen now listen this is the thing this is the thing about that though on the deep cut music side right Bink made this ah <laughs> <laughs> and right. and anybody that knows anything knows Bink fucking hate just Blaze nigga yeah okay? yeah because he say that nigga just Blaze not only stole his style. Didn't get but a credit. Swiss style. Yeah. And other niggas. He basically is a nigga who he said, that nigga ain't a bad producer. He said, but that nigga, what he is, is he's a fucking great copycat. That nigga's a chameleon. He can literally clone your style and then come in and undercut you, nigga, and say, hey, I do it for less. And sound just like his shit. Yeah. And he hates that nigga. So yeah. to think that now this nigga Bink got a record with Ross and Drake and just blazes is better at that. Nigga, his blood will probably boil the it fuck is, over though. the pot. It is, you know. And Granted, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I like the beat, but I prefer the Lord knows beat. Thank you. But this is the first time in a long time I got to listen to the West Side Gun because I heard he got a crazy feature on there. This is the first time in a long ass time that a Wayne verse had me like. My tripping. God, if you like this, you'll love the West Side. Okay, because th this what I will nigga say, was fucking spitting Wayne. Is almost Carter to Wayne. That's crazy. Almost. That's crazy. Is the on the West which is, Side which is joint? My personal favorite Wayne. Mine too. But on the West Side joint, that nigga, I said, hmm, this nigga Wayne is back. Yeah, that's crazy. So, because I, I did not I think, think he came out on the I project next year. Yeah, too. he is. Yeah. But I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was done and over with. I, ain't I did gonna lie too. To you. I did too. Not nah, gonna lie to you. After at, between the Carter Five coming out and then a couple miscellaneous verses on random nigga songs here and there, I was like, "Yeah, this nigga has lost it. Yeah, nigga is gone." Yeah. But this record, like I said, for me, this was this was the record of the album. I will re-listen to it. I mean, I've listened to it several times, but it's it's not. Lord knows, it's such a high mark in hip hop. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. Hard it would, this would be the. This would I be feel there. like this should have kind of went. You know, and the fact that the, the track tried to be as similar, sort of speak. I feel you. If they had to came from a completely different, I feel like it almost point, it fall have, more it, into the to the the vein of big time more than Lord knows. What? It is still not as good as. The Just Blaze production. Just, yeah, no, look. <laughs> Listen, the, so whole, the, whole thing, thing, the whole thing is, is at the point where this record came up anyway, that's where I wanted to begin the segue into producer talk anyway. So let's talk the last three records on the album real Drink quick. Cuddy, Cleveland nigga, go, go support. It's okay. It's okay. Not not impressed. Not. I'm, nah. It's okay. Shout, shout, out to, shout out to Shaker Heights. My mom told me if I ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And I have absolutely nothing nice to say. I'm happy that they squashed their beef. Before I played this song, 
in the room I was in, I said, hey, before I play this track, Cleveland stand the fuck up. Yeah. After I played this track, I said, hey, Cleveland. Sit the fuck down. Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) (laughs) Rosa Parks. (laughs) Matter of fact, Professor X. Legs don't work at all. (laughs) Okay, nigga. Oh, my God. With that being said, on to fucking fans. The chicks went crazy for it. Seems like it's one of those records that that works. Didn't move me at all. Um, At that point, I'm kind of tuned out. For sure. Uh, The Remorse, last track. Wasn't bad. Right. I didn't save it, but wasn't bad. It was just okay. Yeah. For me. I think so I think after the Just Blaze, Drake Wayne, I kind of just tuned out. Yeah. So it's like oh well, no, no, it was it was the cutty, it was the cutty record. I'll keep it funky with you. The cutty record. Well, that's what I mean. I after like, that, yeah, I'll, that yeah. it, that's my tune. When that point. came on, I was like, Well, <laughs> this was cool. Yeah. Uh, a little experience. <laughs> All right, uh, so you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all want to get something to eat? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. for sure. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know what I'm Your mom's cool? All right, for uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was so at, So I think we're on the same page, and I think that brings us back to the original point, 18 songs. Yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't so, overkill No, 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 me. yeah. So before, so before, we, so before we, we, we tap completely out of that, um, like I said, the Cuddy record could go for me. Um... <clears throat> Travis Scott joint. The Travis the Travis joint could go. The TSU could go. Um Knife Talk could go. Nah, keep it. Keep it? Yeah. Okay. Uh then the last joint, I would say. Well, realistically, at that point, you done pulled off enough to get us cut back down to that like 18. And then at that point you gotta stop. Cause no album, it's rare that you have an album that's like completely perfect. No, 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 for so, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. You're right. But the eight. 18, you got joints Yeah, because everything ain't going to be for everybody. Yeah. For so, sure. I feel you. So, so we'll, listen. We'll be rating this one. We got to come up with a rating system. Maybe no, by next, next. Well, see, see, this is my thing. Podcast. This is my thing, right? So, like, how I grade albums, I look at total number of tracks. Oh, we do it the same way. I already know how, how many I save. Yeah. And then I look, and then I average those numbers. What's my What's my grade? If it's 20 tracks and I save 10, my nigga's an F. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's Logie what it is. I do that shit just like... It's a percentage for sure. And if you was in school, if you got and a sixty-five percent, I basically you got a fucking D. How many yeah. tracks you had, my nigga? So like, burden to proof, Benny album, nigga. I think it was eleven on there. I saved nine. That bitch is a solid grade, yeah. <laughs> nigga. Like yeah. that shit was hard. Yeah. So that's that's typically how I grade um, projects that I'm listening to. So you so know at this point, if it's twenty-one songs and we like, it's twenty-one, and I think we like, like I said, 17, 18 of them. I think we agree. Um, no, 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 no. I, I mean, like, like I said, I, I would say if, uh, if the Donda is a C, I probably would give this shit. Like I would give this a C fucking plus. I'm not giving this bitch a, I can't call it a B. Maybe, right. maybe if, if so, a B minus 78%. Something, so like, something like that. But. And that actually puts us on par. So we ranking Drake albums. What's your top top three? Fuck. Um, excluding so far gone because technically that's not an album, right? Um, and exclude more life because technically that's a playlist. Yeah, I would say take care. Nothing was the same. Thank me later. I th- think we agree. I think this is on par to be the. This could be 
third, possibly fourth best album. Yeah, it's one of it's it's, 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 in, the third, it's in its, it's top third or fourth half. Yeah, it's, it's third or fourth. Half. Yeah, third or fourth. I say, yeah. I say third or fourth. So yeah, uh, that's where I'm at with that. So uh, <laughs> what's the next music shit we talking? Producers. Since we already had started the conversation. Side note. There was originally a second episode that we had recorded. Then it will never see the light of day. Yeah, I would never know nothing about that. It was horrible, and I say that respectfully to the both of us. <laughs> hey man, it should be happening, but we ain't here today though. I got my nice coat on. I'm pieced up in my copper, my G. Line up on crisp. We here. But the only reason I bring that up is that this was one of the topics that we mentioned in the second right, episode, right, right, and for sure. it was such a strong topic that we like, yo, we gotta gotta bring it back for the re. Reimagining of the second episode. For sure, for sure. So. Well, see, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. Um, we definitely got to talk producers, um, which producers can be a conversation that could really be a whole ass thing. Yeah. Uh, it could be a show uh, by it could, itself. It could be an episode by itself. But to briefly cover, uh, I guess I would just ask you who are. Some of your top producers. Are we keeping the the top tier upper echelon niggas in the conversation? Are we are we including the Dre's, the Timberlands, the Just Blaze? Or are yeah, we I mean, I'm a, and I'm, and I'm a predominantly them. look at this from the majority hip hop producers because you know what I'm saying I really don't want to talk about Quincy Jones and, and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis today we know them niggas are low key gods right. but like I'm talking about on the hip hop side you know what I'm saying so like who are some of your top tier favorite niggas well my favorite niggas is kind of different than most favorite niggas cause I got niggas that technically didn't really do a lot of hip hop but you just said not to end. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to narrow it down some because, of course, you know, you're going to have motherfuckers who's like, but what about this motherfucker over here that did all these pop records and Britney Spears? And it's like, yeah, 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 I know. Like, the nigga got like 726 number ones or whatever, but like, not what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, for me, I would probably go, if we keep if we keeping the upper echelon niggas in, I'm going to go Just Blaze. Um, See, this is why this is my nigga. Yeah, Black. Uh, Favorite producer of all time, me personally. My, he in my top. He in my top three, top top five, top five. Uh, my fa- okay. Let's to be real with you. My favorite producer of all time is somebody that the world really doesn't know. <laughs> the world may never know. My favorite producer of all time is is uh, Dot. It's Do for sure. Um, and for those that don't know, Do actually produced me and Watts when we were both artists. And True. Along with him, there was a whole production team. Uh, you know, they hold a special place in the, both of our hearts. But absolute fact. Um, pause. Uh, <laughs> right. But you know, like Whoa. Dot. Whoa, man. The Dot could take the most obscure sample, chop that bitch fifty different ways, and then his drum because he was a drummer by trade. Um, his his drum patterns. Yeah, yeah, are definitely crazy. Um, so I would go Just Blaze, Dot, uh, throw Kanye in there. Um, we thought. See, I don't want to include niggas. It's like everybody knows a hoof. Besides that, like you know who one of my favorite niggas, Rich Harrison, Rich Craft, that nigga. 
And a lot of people, if you don't know who Rich Harrison is, just think of A Marie. The first A Marie album. It's nutty. My God. Nutty. I mean, why? He should have jumped more into the rap game. But it probably wasn't enough money for him. Let's be real. Low key. Probably wasn't. Because he went on to do Beyonce's first album. Yeah, that niggas. Let's be real. Okay. Hot take. Beyonce took A Marie whole style, that first album, and amplified that shit times two. Nigga, you had a chance to not have the bees on your back. I love them. <laughs> I'm, that's that's saying no. If you think about it, that's giving Beyonce more credit because she took A Marie's style and said you was using it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you made it a high line. I, I made, made it a, a high, high song. song for sure. For so sure. Let's be let's be real. Um, I wish I heard more Rich Harris, Rich Harrison on. I think the perfect production team would have been Rich Harrison and Wale. I know you don't like Wale, but I'm saying the DC that go when that go go sound was like popping. Him and Rich Harrison together probably would have made magic. Nike boots. Nike boots is classic. Come on hey, now. I hate y'all niggas. I hate y'all niggas. Hey man, niggas. I got I, love. I, really, I got love for the for the DMV, man. So do I. But I got I I, I, do. I have a special place. I have a special place in my heart specifically for hatred storage to niggas who made terrible niggas famous. I'm I like Wale. I feel you. I like Wale, man. No, you know what the thing Wale is. Wale don't be putting out bad his mixtapes be fire, man. I got Wale records that saved. Just like all right, so just like niggas know, like I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a big Nas fan, but I got uh, I have a playlist of Nas records saved. You know what I'm saying? It ain't a long playlist at the fuck all, my nigga. But I have a playlist of Nas records saved for sure that are actually dope joints because right. that nigga definitely, arguably, has some of the best beats in his early career for sure. Uh, in his early career, he got some of the best fucking like he got top tier all time hip hop beats. We talking Nas? Yeah. I think it might be the the opposite. I think he had the best beats for Illmatic, and then that's what I said at the beginning of his career. Well, I thought you meant like when you say the beginning, I thought you meant like the whole beginning era, like no, 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 like no, 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 through no, 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 I mean, no, I mean the beginning, beginning. Nigga, okay. So, I'm so talking, you mean just I'm talking? You I'm mean talking, so? Let's let's say album wise. I'm talking uh, Nas is like it ain't hard to tell. I ain't. It ain't hard to tell. It's probably one of my favorite beats of all time. That's between what I'm, that and Shook Ones. That's what I'm talking about, though. That's exact. That's yeah. and that's exactly the pocket of time I'm talking about. It okay. ain't hard to tell. Nas is like joints like those. Yeah, yeah. Like some of the pre, basically primo. You know what I'm saying? That nigga DJ Premier put that nigga Nas together with some of the best fucking beats. I never liked Nas is like though. No, no, I'm, I'm no, 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 I'm wrong. What's okay? Eh, eh. Yeah. Okay, okay, hot take. What's better? Um, New York State of Mind, uh, one or two? Two. Off oh, I am. New York, New York. You- no, 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 I'm just saying, though, like, just nigga on the, but on the Nas side, who niggas talk about has the worst beat selection, <laughs> like, on the planet. Right. It's like, nigga, in this time period, he was picking some shit, nigga. Okay, so we want to go that. And maybe this is not even nice, but we going on the primo rap route because sure. we were talking producers. Right. 
is Nas's like better than a million and one questions. Same time frame. And this is why I'd be like, eh. I actually would take Nas's like over that. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. I respect it. With the inclusion of the switch up, yeah. This would be the better. It's the whole song. What you mean? No, but I'm saying I think when I think the the million the a million part, that's when I think of that. Part, I get. I got yeah, you. Yeah. I got. Okay. I, I get you. Yeah, like that part. Is, I don't dislike uh, Nas's like. I just prefer this over Nas's like. I feel you. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. Okay. So you said, Rich. You say Rich Harrison. Rich Harrison. I said just Dot, Blaze. Just Blaze. Kanye. Uh, Rashad. I'll put that nigga up there too. I yeah, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna front. Not even just in Cleveland. Rashad. Just period. Yeah. Uh, my nigga, it's pretty similar then because nigga, I say fucking Just Blaze, Rashad, Tim. Oh, I forgot Tim. Man, that nigga Tim, bro. That nigga different, dog. Yeah. The nigga just different. So yeah, Rashad, Just Blaze, Tim. That's fucking tough, bro. Uh, uh, you know who else I forgot? The Heatmakers. The Heatmakers is definitely, uh, yeah, the boy Arsonist was a nut, man. Was it Arsonist or was it the original Heatmakers where it was like two producer niggas and a random third nigga and then they kicked the third nigga out <laughs> and then it was just the two niggas and then the second nigga left and then it became Arsonist who just, and, yeah. yeah, it's like. Yeah, I guess it depends. Yeah. Um, shit. Um... I'm really trying to I'm really trying to rack my brain on that like cause it's so much niggas be listening to so much shit bro yeah. like it's low key hard to not put Swiss in there but something Swiss it, it, like irritates me I'm not a big Swiss fan yeah um, especially after ooh, yeah, I'm not gonna guy rest dead I'm not gonna talk about the DMX so man but like he I, has moments in time where you like this nigga Swiss can't miss and then it be the you know what it is He'll his singles always be fire. You'd be like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, you remember when he dropped that solo album? Was it the one man uh band album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga. I was like, He has some yo. shit on there. <laughs> Bitch has some joints. Yeah, like joints. it was he he had shit. Yeah. And then um, he had joints where you'd be like, What the fuck is this? Yeah, that's also true though. So um, yeah, I would definitely say, uh, like I said, Rashad, Just Blaze, Timberland. For those that don't know Rashad, listen to listen to Stylish's first album. Not even the first album, the first project. That Lincoln Way Nights. Yeah, the first project where niggas really got hip to Stylish. Because yeah. it was projects before that, but like Lincoln Way Nights is what. Lincoln Way Nights is crazy. Took that nigga out there. So. Man, bro, like it's hard to not put Bink in that conversation. You know, I, I think we did a top 10 list. I'm going to throw Bink in there. Yeah, we got a top 10. I'm definitely throwing Bink in there. Um,. Fuck, bro. This is difficult. Pharrell. Pharrell or the Neptunes? Pharrell. Okay. Because a lot of niggas get that confused. You'd be like, for sure. Yeah. But Pharrell. Um, and then I'll round it out with with Premier. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. I just, it's just like. That's a solid list, actually. Yeah, bro. Like. And then going into a 10, that's where it get aggressive. That's like with, with uh, like, so uh, one of our final topics, I know we're going to 
talk about uh, the upcoming verses, but I actually low-key prefer the verses. I mean, like, we didn't got some good verses mm-hmm. when it was artist for artist. We also got some bullshit verses when it was artist for artist. Mm-hmm. But... Producer versus producer. The producer versus was Niggas ain't so missed. much better. Yeah, they ain't missed. I, wa- I kind of want them to go back to that format. I, I want them to... I definitely want them to go back to that because... With the, with the producers, you didn't have to be locked into just two artists. Right. You was, if this producer worked with a hundred motherfuckers and got hit singles with them and shit, they just got to pick 20 out of their catalog. Right. And that was a whole nother type of shit. Right. So um, I felt like that was, I felt like it was more dynamic at that point. Granted, they hadn't gotten to all the production value and shit yet. Right. But if they applied this new formula to the original format of producer versus producer, we'd be getting much more interesting and entertaining battles. Right. But I think the problem with that, the gift and the curse, is that they now rely so heavily on the star power to bring the views because it was bought by an entertainment company, a tech company. Right. They need that for streaming purposes, to try to get their numbers up so they can sell for advertising purposes. So Exactly. You so can't really so sell... It's not going yeah, back to yeah, that yeah, You can't show. sell Ryan Leslie versus... <laughs> No, no, no. You can't. I mean, the core fans would be into it. Like, yo, this shit is, you know, crazy. But you can't sell Bink versus Just Plays, nigga. Low key, you can. That one, that one, you low key can. You can, but it's not gonna get, you know. Yeah, it ain't, two it million ain't, it ain't impressions. Doing, it ain't doing millions of six, views. You know, six million. It's not know, happening. It's not doing like, no, it's not getting that. And the, and the way it's going right now, they kind of. This is what it is. I mean, shit. They renting out Madison Square Garden at the motherfucker, like. I mean, the wild shit about it is, nigga, I low-key almost didn't expect that bitch to, to do that. Because, as, I mean, like, as much as niggas, like, hip-hop fans, for real, fuck with the locks. Like, it's the locks, nigga. Like, if the locks just did a con- just booked a concert before that versus, nigga, they wasn't getting no Madison Square Garden, nigga. By no fucking stretch of the imagination. Them niggas could come here and do the grog shop, a 300 room for show. Jada Kiss was just here like two years ago and did the grog shop. And it didn't sell out. So, my nigga, bad. with that being said, it's like, nigga, you promoting that you got Jada Kiss at your shit and he posting it on his social media. In the media. last show before the pandemic hit, Cam was at. <laughs> The garage shop, and I was there. So. Exactly. Yeah. So you right Cam was at the garage. So nigga, and it was strictly the power of versus, or was and, it the power of the, New York the, City and the K- versus the nostalgia of both of these motherfuckers in New, New York, York City, City. in Madison they, Square Garden? If they would have yeah. did it in another city, it wouldn't have done that. Nah. Hell if they would have did that shit in fucking Wichita, nigga, like it wasn't that wasn't happening. Nah. So like, nigga, that that was they literally. Uh, crafted the perfect storm situation right. to get that to do what it did. So I mean, that's just and I think numbers wise, that might be the big biggest versus. It's um, up there. Yeah, I'm about to say that, that. I think the only thing bigger than that the did the brandy, the, the brandy Erica, and Monica. And what you call it? The brandy and Monica did crazy numbers, and so did the Erica and Jill. Okay. Those was both crazy numbers, like numbers on numbers. So the next, oh, okay. and the Jeezy and Gucci did crazy. I think that's too. their biggest one. Yeah, I think because you thought and somebody was getting shot. Oh, for sure. And at a certain point, it somebody, like, yeah, it somebody was like, gonna get shot. So. It looked like a nigga might have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like real close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 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 man. So listen, like I don't know. Uh, we we actually gonna come up with a a, a whole um, breakdown to be able to go producer for producer 
and be able to really like dive into that list. Let, let's make that a whole episode um, somewhere within this first 10 episodes. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, in general versus Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. Who you got? The next upcoming. Who you got? I'm going to go Fat Joe. I think I'm going to go Fat Joe too. I feel like Ja got a set of pretty um, heavy, aggressive ass, like untouchable records that the streets fuck with for real, for real. Um, But I feel like Joe does as well. The thing is, Joe's career is not much longer by comparison. Well, should I? Because Joe wasn't around for that. I'm saying he wasn't around for that many years before Joe. Shit. Shit. What the niggas was like? 93? No, Fat Joe was 93. I'm not counting Ja when he was a part of the cash money click. Well, what I'm saying when is... When he was signed to TVT, you're like... Right, right, right. But I'm saying like... And Vinny Vinny Vici came out 99. So yeah, that's a six-year... That's a six-year jump. And True. then even, and then what's the pocket of Ja Rule's peak time? Now, 99 now, through now, see, 0, yeah. 3, 02. Now, Can that, he say 03? Now, that's the thing that, that really make it the reason. Because them joints... Before Ja came, Joe ain't got a whole bunch of smash records. Nah. But that's what I'm saying. So before that. But if, he, okay, so is he going the route where I feel like the cheat code is if Joe pull out pun records. Well, I produced on this motherfucker. That's low key. That's the only real cheat code. Yeah, I'm not saying, and he don't even, I don't necessarily feel like he has to. Because at the end of the day, once the point came where Ja was out and and maneuvering, that was like not too far around the time when Joe started the actually second, hitting the second his like win, second win, yeah, second win hitting hard on joints. So they both was in the same kind of pocket. Ja ended because of the 50 shit low-key. Joe kept going. Yeah. Not too much longer, but he kept going. But then he also has still had recent joints that hit. Joe come out with a joint like every two to three years. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so he still dropped and still pull at least one to two bangers off them bitches that do numbers. Because I actually enjoyed the um the him and um Dre from Cool and Dre Project. Oh, I thought you were about to say that Plato Ploma shit. <laughs> nah, I hated that shit. <laughs> no offense. I'm sorry, but I, you know, and I like Certain Remy Ma joints, but no, I hated that shit. Count me out. If I Remy on it, I'm good. I hated it. But I like the pretty Except duck. Pussy got you hooked on uh, Most Known Unknowns by 3 Six Mafia. That's my motherfucking shit, nigga. She was chunking. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that shit was hard. That shit was fire, nigga. She um, came off on that bitch super hard. I was like, okay. But, yeah, I think I think that Joe, he like he stayed relevant longer yeah. after that stretch. Um, and, of course, he can reach back to a couple of them older records and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas pull, like, twins. That, that's what I'm thinking. I think uh, he's going to pull twins. That's going to be the one. I think right. he's going to pull shit like John Blaze. For sure. Twins, um, John Blaze. Joints like those is gone. Then he going to get in his... Uh, if he going to Jealous One still Envy Pocket, he going to do uh, Opposites of Track with him and, him and uh, Remy. For sure. Uh, Nigga, of course, going to pull Make It Rain. Yeah. Um, that's a win that's a point yeah nigga like just let them have it <laughs> like just let them have it but they're like who does the uh New York yeah Ja song I'm about to say technically I mean 
Well, you know, uh, like, Ja's song, like, but the like problem is, is that Joe he's on it. But not even that. Ja don't have a, a, a fucking. It's not memorable. No, you don't remember the song because of Ja. You remember the song because of Jada and Fat Joe. Yeah. So that's so that's the thing. It's, 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 How it's Fat almost, Joe ended up getting beef with Roy Jones Jr. after that first? My nigga, that shit was just silly as fuck. That nigga Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> they should have never gave you niggas money or studio time. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Y'all must have fucking forgot. No, nigga, we never forgot that right. horrible ass shit. And Roy is probably one of my top three favorite boxers of all time. Oh, for sure. Nigga was amazing. Yeah. That shit was still bad. But... Yeah. <laughs> we gonna take it to the body. <laughs> we gonna take it to the head. Uh, fucking body headbangers click, nigga. That shit was horrible. Oh man. Um, but I think the thing is, it'll be almost like uh, like you got me when Jill and Erica both both played it. <laughs> so it's likely gonna be like that. Like that that that'll actually probably be the joint that they do last and perform together. I can see that type shit. Either first, are they doing or it in New last. York? They, they doing fucking it in New better York. do it in New York, yeah. nigga. All this shit, we marketing, blah blah. Yeah. The, yeah, nigga. If they don't, nigga, they're silly. Yeah. But they ain't. That ain't. That ain't the Madison Square Garden joint. Though. Oh, no, no, no. They probably at fucking. Uh, well, I don't even know the name. Yeah, about say, SOB. I I'm about to say, I was literally about to nigga. I'm like, what else is in New York? Uh, <laughs> Best Buy. I don't even know if the Best Buy theater. It's been like four different things. Best Buy theater, Sony theater. Who knows? Like, who, knows who gives a fuck? It got to be something uh, like that though. But um. Yeah, I think I think I think Joe got enough. And see, this is the thing: the 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 big difference. Ja got Ja records, very few features. Joe got Joe records, mad features though. By comparison, Ja got Ja records, and the only person that featured was fucking Ashanti. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying like Ja hasn't. Ja don't have a bunch of features that oh. he's done. Like he's not like niggas wasn't niggas wasn't calling John to be like yo was, yeah even though that nigga was cooking ja niggas wasn't like oh I gotta get John ja on the record nah that wasn't happening nah. niggas been calling Joe to get on the record forever yeah. so I'm saying so Joe got Joe joints and and features Joe got a joint that I still play this is when he went independent so 20, 2016, 2015. it's produced by Kanye. Shit called Pride and Joy. Probably top. No, it's probably my favorite Fat Joe joint. For sure. I don't know. Have you heard it before? No, I'm about to go look it up. Yeah, no, that's 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 I'm my look shit. It up when we done. And it's so here's what's crazy about it. This one, this is when Kanye was still in his producer bag. It's it's Fat Joe featuring Kanye West, uh DJ Khaled, Roscoe Dash, Jada Kiss. <laughs> but nah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how. All these niggas are on the song. Uh, I want to say it's pretty much like 20 niggas. <laughs> okay. He layers them on the hook like how he did off of uh, All of the Lights. All of the Lights. Okay. So it just is big in nature, but it's really just Fat Joe and Kanye. It's really gotcha. Fat Joe with a Kanye maybe does, I think, like two bars on the joint. And then he does, they do the hook and then everybody does the hook. Uh, it's fucking I love that. I love that fucking song. I'm gonna go pull that joint so, up, man, and go find it one yeah. time, man. Um, well, yeah, shit. Is there anything else that we should cover before we get up out of here? Uh, you know what? I want to touch quickly on the after the Fat Joe versus. Who else would you want to see in the versus? Because at this point, they've been on a two year run. Who else can they do, or who else do you want to see them? <laughs> Especially because we already mentioned they should bring back the producer. Well, we already losing because we're not getting fifty versus Ja. Yeah, 
So I guess that this, should that would have been bigger. Would would have been that would have been the biggest battle that them niggas yeah. ever pulled off. Yeah, not I was about to say was it lie. bigger than Jeezy versus Gucci. But I would I say like, yeah, it would, like it would, it would be. be. Yeah, it, it would have been. Be. Yeah, for sure. Like that would have. It ain't. There is no. There's no existing. Uh, there's no rap beef with niggas still living. Bigger than that right now. Right, and it's a. Absolute no way in fucking hell that they could possibly get Jay versus Nas. So I feel like realistically, in a versus of two motherfuckers that had tension in the game, there's nothing that they could do that would be bigger than 50 versus Ja. And it ain't happening. Weak. So I still only because it was already mentioned, not because I really want to see it. I still wouldn't mind a bone versus three six. Three six gonna cook them niggas. I don't know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Nigga, it's going to be bad. Actually, you know what? You might be right. See, because look. Because here's about, what niggas forget. Them niggas came out real similar timing to each other. Similar timing. Bone went fucking skyrocket. 3-6, they was out. Them, they was working them clubs, though. Them shit, so them joints work. They peak is the 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. That's what and I'm saying, that though. Bone was. Bone internationally is probably top three rap groups of all time. Like, they're. Which is wild. Like, niggas in Japan fuck with Bone like the way they yeah. fuck with, like, Wu Tang. So that's that's why I'm like, uh, I don't know. But, but realistically, 3 6. Yeah, it's like, that's that thing, though. You gotta, you gotta look at it like, all right, but we talking about 20, 20 bangers. And then you looking at and you look at three six. You look at two motherfuckers that came out around the same time. Bone has their set of maybe six or seven untouchable records. Nothing's beating Crossroads. Nothing's beating Crossroads. Nothing's beating first uh, of the month. First of the month. Nothing's beating for the love of money. Nope. Um, but again, like I said, nothing's beating. Nothing's beating Notorious Thugs. Nope. That's. I mean, it is what it is. And then, what was that four we named or five? I think four, either four or five. But like I said, that's what I'm saying. They got about six that they going that's a point. Right. But after that, them shits get beatable. Three, six, got a few joints that's going to cook. But even if they, if they throw throwaways at that uh, couple joints that they know they can't beat, then they got bangers on bangers on bangers. By the time Bone was broke up and this nigga was over here on drugs and that nigga was over there and nobody ever gave a fuck about Wish, nigga, except for when he said Mrs. Uncle Charles. That's just real nigga shit mm. from the city of Cleveland. Nigga, I dare a nigga to spit me a Wish verse, nigga. There's a reason Wish never came out with an album. This is what and, I'm saying. And Wish knows there's a reason for sure. never came out with an album. So with that being said, nigga, like, by comparison, when these niggas was... Nigga, by the early two thousands, it was they were non-existent for real. They yeah. were they weren't even together. Yeah. Even even with three six not doing so much work with Pat, even with three six not having the chat, kept going, kept working, kept dropping hits, kept dropping singles. Nigga, fucking riding spinners and shit, nigga, and goddamn nigga, cr the crunchy black dance, nigga. The yeah. world was doing that goofy ass shit, nigga. Them niggas want an Oscar. Them niggas won an Oscar, bruh, on a song that they wrote for Terrence Howard to perform, yeah. nigga. Like, so, bruh, like, I'm talking about into the 2000s, these niggas were still dropping hits on hits on hits. And then, <laughs> nigga, them niggas are geniuses because most of the shit where now, nigga, in, in the recent couple years of the game, niggas is sampling nigga shit. 
Them niggas are not necessarily clearing samples. They are saying, Paula make the beat. And one of us got a feature on it. Hmm. So them niggas are still getting <laughs> maxed out credits on the records. We are clear it that way. So they do an interpolation. Look that up, people. Yes. They With their own shit, they own shit. With their own shit. I did not know that. Nigga, so... That's actually pretty fucking smart. Genius, nigga. So, with that being said, them niggas, when Bone was, when Bone was gone, 3-6 kept going. Yeah. So, I feel like when we talk but, 20 for 20, though, after, after Bone's like six, seven unbeatables, that's, that's still 13 tracks to get your head whooped with. Yeah. Because even when Bone did the... Damn, Bone signed with Swiss because niggas was actually excited for that shit, and nothing happened. No, it's actually it was pretty. It was a solid project, decent. I'm not gonna say solid, decent project. But the problem was, let's be real. I'm gonna say, did they get any? Did they get any winning bangers off that bitch? Yeah, they got fucking. I want to say they got a Grammy nominated for the shit with a. Uh, Phil no, 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 I hate no, no, that no, fucking no, song, but, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. And then they, the shit. What was the no, shit? When I say, when I say winning, shit. no, I'm saying when I say winning bangers. I mean, do oh, they, do they get any? Top. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Anything that play top. off that album in his verses is out of there. They had a song featuring Bow Wow. I don't give a fuck. Take them niggas, the bro. Them niggas. Listen, I checked out for Bone when I heard Ghetto Cowboys, nigga. I was gone. Yeah, that was Mo Thugs. That shit. Nigga, what is you talking about? <laughs> I'm Powder P. Can I get a 12 gay? <laughs> man, that shit was bad, dog. Oh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely. I mean, they, they they keep they keep talking about it, saying it's going. Well, they said the only reason it didn't originally happen when they it wasn't even on the versus platform. It was just them niggas was gonna do it. Thirty minutes before they were about to go on live, niggas hit them up and was like, hey. That and crazy, <laughs> I, I heard that crazy pulled out because it was right around the time of the the social injustice and George Floyd shit. That he, and you know he's a um I want to say he's a witness, so he's he kind of felt he was like this isn't the right time, so he backed out of the project. Got you. Um, and then versus just kind of steamrolled everybody. It was like if you're not doing this through versus, you ain't doing it. Basically, yeah, so, low key. Because uh, niggas have it since yeah. then. And I think Swiss kind of been in. Uh, Steve LaBelle's ear Bones manager Got you Cause I know they all still family And Swiss like nah, Y'all niggas gonna do this On this on this platform Yeah 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 If y'all gonna do it Y'all gonna do it over here Yeah you know Go ahead give Bones love They'll get the, the views You know they get the love If you do it on that platform And Swiss Quiet as cut Been champion That's the one thing I do love about Swiss If he's ever fuck with you He still champions for you yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he championed like DMX. Come on, you would have thought they was blood brothers away. You know, he yeah. he championed for uh, Swiss and Quiet as Cap. He still throws some things out there for Cassidy, even though nobody really wants to hear from Cassidy. That um, nigga is on his thirty eighth Tory Lanez disc, and nobody fucking cares no more. I, nigga, I didn't listen to the first one, so, Bruh but listen. So, this I say that to say this. I think it would be an entertaining versus, but I do like we mentioned earlier. I would like them to go back to a producer versus producer format. So maybe even yeah. do it on a smaller scale. Like not, you know, they can do. That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, you can still make money off of it yeah. and, and cut back. It's like, so it's, it's low key. Like, um, it's low key. Like Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Avengers come out, cost $250 million to make. And, and it makes a billion dollars. And then Deadpool came out and made it and cost it 50 million. 
<laughs> by comparison. Right. Like a literally fucking uh, goddamn sixth of the cost, nigga, and then makes the same amount of money. And it's like, like nigga, you can still yeah. make a lot of money and not overdo your production costs and, and, uh, and throw too much at it. You know what I'm saying? Put your money into your marketing, your advertising dollars the right way. Scale that shit back and make it something that makes fucking sense and you'll still get bread right. and can still produce numbers. I agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> I just, you know what I'm saying? You got to find your different ways to look at shit. Right. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of times niggas don't. Niggas be like, just throw more money at it and we'll make more money back. And it's like, nah. yes and no. <laughs> like It's not always high play. Yeah. Some things you're not going to get a return on investment. Facts. So. And you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, you. I think so that right. that might have been a perfect way to just end. Yep, you're so. right. And with that being said, we are gonna go ahead and get the fuck up out of dodge. This is the official episode two of that music ish podcast. I am BKA Watts. Yo, it's your boy AM. Hey, listen, man, we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all follow the gang, obviously, at BKA Watts. My G over at AM underscore uh, over underscore everything. And that's on all of our platforms. Y'all don't need to be following us on Facebook. Y'all weird. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's personal. So otherwise, man, y'all want to send us anything in, whether that be topics y'all think it'd be dope for us to cover on the show. Y'all want to send us in some comments and concerns or whatever comes to your goddamn mind when it comes to that music-ish. Send those things over to us at music-ish pod at gmail.com we appreciate y'all tapping in we appreciate y'all tuning in yes we are on all of the goddamn streaming services so make sure you tuning in wherever you get your podcast at we'll be there y'all know what it is catch y'all on the next one